Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Um, I have a lot of follow-up. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm, you know, I'm ready. Ready is a word, and I'm probably there. Yeah. Uh, do you need time? To no. Learn? Okay. <laughs> no time needed. Okay. Well, I just want to redeem myself because apparently somebody uh, called me out on several things. So I appreciate the f- feedback because I thought I was saying Gamescom, but I guess I was saying Gamescon and like Conmen. It's or, actually Gamescom. Or maybe Convention. <laughs> convention. The Games Convention. Anyways, I apparently was pronouncing it wrong. So. Um, haters gonna hate and i'm only human so thanks all those listeners that probably are angry but who cares um that's the correct pronunciation um that's fine uh what else neversoft it was actually neversoft that made tony hawk for some reason i got neversoft and insomniac mixed up i think just the name sounds familiar yeah makes sense to me, I just I still pictured the the eyeball having the sword or whatever gets stabbed right through it, <laughs> um, which was pretty gruesome actually. Now that I think about it, it um, sounded decently right, but I was like, "Is that really?" And you sounded so confident, I went with it. Well, yeah, I guess um, that's a problem because I was not confident at all. <laughs> you so. should have said something. <laughs> well, I don't oh, know. God. You sounded so confident. I was like, "Yeah, that sounds right. Good job, Justin. Way to way to whip it out there." Yeah, way to just show some dominance. Right. There. Get in there. Uh, and then the Gears naming, naming convention. I, I, to my knowledge, I've always called it Gears 4, and I thought it was Gears 4 because they want, uh, Rob Ferguson wanted to move away from Gears of War as a title and more towards just Gears. Um, and that was something the Coalition did, as in the studio. So... I guess I was wrong, and it actually started only in Gears 5, and only because of that, they, we started calling things Gears War or Gears 4, but I I don't know. And to me, it doesn't really matter, because to me, it's the game anyways. Like, it doesn't matter. It's Gears 4 to me. It might be Gears of War 4 to you, but uh, preference. Yeah, you. we only talked about 5 on the episode. Uh, if you had said Gears 4... And said yeah. that was the actual title. I would have corrected you because that's not Gears Four. It's Gears I, of War Four. Uh, though I still call it Gears Four, and that's yeah, what gets I think confusing. That's what it is. Gears Five being Gears Five. So is that is that the reason? Because they just wanted to shorten it, or was I, it? Your... I think there's a there's more of a detailed reason behind it. I know Rob Ferguson because I remember him talking about it in. Um, it was in an interview, not an unfiltered podcast, but it was in the IGN's 
uh, podcast Unlock, which is the Xbox podcast. Okay. They had interviewed him at E3, possibly this year, or at least they interviewed him recently. And then they had did a full interview uh, on Unfiltered, which um, uh, our listener was able to point out to listen to. And I'll add a link to it. Um, but I think there was a directional or a change because of either a directional change in the company or the studio, or it was uh, trying to move away maybe from um, the the old naming convention. I'm not sure. So I'd have to read into it. But to me, it's always gears, I guess. That's based off of preference, um, whatever the actual title is. Um, I'm just excited because it comes out next Friday for us Game Pass listeners, or players. Yes. So I'm pumped. It's going to be so fun. Should be. For- it looks awesome. Yeah. So you're you're obviously going to have to come on over and play it. Yes, I would like that. All right, that's all I have to follow by head. And I'm trying to, sorry for, hold on. I'm trying to avoid making noise with my headphones. <laughs> but they're bouncing off the the pop filter. Okay, I just won't move. <laughs> I'm not moving. Stay okay. still. Be very, okay. very still. The microphone hey, can hear you. I'm hunting wabbits. Oh, God. Um, Were yeah. you a Looney Tunes fan? Let's just get this out there right now. Were you? Are you? Were you? Are you a Looney Tunes fan? I get, I, I don't know. I guess I, it's hard for I me to say. I think you were too young, you know. And I, think I was, was too young, right? Yeah. I was oh, yeah. definitely too young. That that stuff came out in what the thirties and forties? Thirties? Yeah, I don't know. I watched Tom and Jerry, but that was on early cartoons, for yeah, Cartoon Network and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. No, they used to do Looney Tunes reruns. Saturday mornings and then also I don't I think remember Saturday mornings. Yeah. It was definitely Saturday mornings. I just can't remember when else, but I used to watch it all the time. I love Looney Tunes. But I think you were of the generation even though we're so close, but we're so yeah, far away. We're really not that far away. <laughs> yeah, in you were I think they had already removed it by the time that you were there or or it just wasn't being rerun as much or if at yeah. all. So yeah. I don't know. Interesting. I guess we'll have to see. Um uh, did they ever make any games out of? I'm sure they did. Make oh yeah, two games. I don't oh, yeah. know how well they did. They were all though in the 2D era. So if you didn't have a Super Nintendo or Genesis, you know, you didn't really get you exposed out. to them. Yeah. So that's, that's when they were. Um, okay, that's enough of that. Enough of the follow up. <laughs> um, so I had uh, one more shout out thing I want to do before we get into our normal talks. That we just you know our normal chats. Sure. Our life topics. Uh, I, I think it was a few episodes back. We had talked about hanging things on our walls for like gaming art. Yeah. yeah. And there is a, we'll call it a group, but it's really two people. Um, there is a Etsy group or shop, which they also have a YouTube uh, channel uh, and Instagram and whatnot. And I'll post the links in there. But they create the coolest things. Uh, and they're all handcrafted through like 3D printing, wood burning. Um, they're making it out of acrylics. They're uh, they recently just built a, and I shouldn't say build, but they molded a. Uh, what was it? What's that? Zelda, the concrete. Uh, it's a the goddess statue. You know the one that you pray to. Yes. They made it into a uh, like a a garden, uh, garden decoration. So they they made it out of a mold for it and poured concrete in it. And then they let it settle, and now they have this, you know, goddess sitting in their front yard, um, and I think it's the coolest thing ever. And and some of the things that they've painted or uh, have hand painted is insane. 
Um, and there's two things I think you might like, Josh. There's one, there's a and ds player handbook made out of wood and resin, and then a master's guide, and it's gorgeous. <laughs> nice. It's insane. Um, but I think they just opened up a new, or they just opened up their Etsy shop. They have, like, earrings. They have a little other things, like little, uh, what's they called? Notch, is it notch keys? Pot, what are they, what's the word? For what? For, like, little, uh, uh. Oh, shoot. I don't know what the word is. It's a kotchkeys. That's not the right word. Is that? I don't little, I don't know. The random little things. I don't know. Like, (laughs) I have a other word for it, but I'm not (laughs) saying it. (laughs) So I can't, I can't help you because I don't know what you're talking about. That's what it is. Chotchkeys. Ah. Ah, yeah. So they're like little earrings and little other things too that they sell. Um, I'm assuming they're going to be selling some of their bigger like tapestries that they just made. Um, and eventually they made some shadow box with all the, uh, guardians from, uh, the legend of Zelda breath of the wild, which was really, really cool. So nice. I would say shoot and look out, look at them. I'm hoping that they post some other things too, because I'm really hoping to, uh, eventually purchase something from them to put on the wall or something. Cause it, they have some really, really cool stuff. And uh, full disclosure, I, I know one of these people personally from, um, previous, uh, education. So. Really? Um, yeah, I went to high school with uh, wow. the wife. So, well, they should uh, they should sponsor the cast. <laughs> I told them about us, and I said, "Hey, do you feel is it okay if I <laughs> plug you guys in?" She's like, "Oh, duh, yeah, that's totally fine." Nice. So uh, I just give them a shout out. When's when Geeks Craft? Kind of a cool name too, as well. So, um, yeah, that's all I wanted to shout out because uh, I've been watching them and watching them put things together for the last couple of months as they and they just opened like i said that etsy group uh so they i guess they've been talking about it or i'm sure they were talking about putting one together uh eventually because it's good stuff so, yeah, nice that's all right yeah so some cool stuff check them out when you can uh and that's that's i guess i think that's all i had for the random shout outs just or at least follow up and shout outs so we can start talking about our normal stuff now because that's oh, what we're here for normal stuff <laughs> normal stuff oh so, gosh, Josh, what, have, what the heck have you been up to? What have you been playing? You've been a busy man. I don't know about that. Um, I don't know about it's, busy, at least not with games. But What? Really? That's, I mean, you've been playing some Pokemans a lot. Yeah, yeah, I have. Um, I think right now I'm most interested somehow in playing Pokemans, as you say, and mm-hmm. Stardew Valley. Somehow those two just kind of taken over my gaming time yeah um and i've been thinking a lot about it and why and we can get into that if you want at some point sure why not i mean today's today <laughs> tomorrow's but tomorrow I, I do want to say that um friend of the show todd todd handed me over a copy of pokemon moon very after generous. i had been yes very very generous and i had been expressing my love for crystal which i still find amazing Mm-hmm. I have been enjoying way too much. I'm, I'm glad I'm now, you know, a good one. Yeah, I'm now like 13 hours and 15 minutes Holy or something cow. in on this it. Is, and this is a game that you were kind of playing a little bit over the last year, and you <laughs> would pick it. Now you've totally full, okay, went full on into this game. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's you've, taken you've, over my gaming. It's, you've carried um, over the threshold. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's really, it's got its hooks in me, and I can't stop for some reason. Yeah. Um, so he gave me a copy of pokemon moon so apparently 
he had an extra copy laying around after having As bought. Did us. Yeah, of course. But he did <laughs> buy Pokemon Ultra Moon. Yeah, I guess. And so he had a moon copy lying around and said, "You got to play it." And you I did. Too many moons. Got it. And I, I don't know. I put ten minutes, fifteen minutes into it, maybe like twenty-ish minutes. Doesn't matter. The point is that. I really thought it was a lot of fun, and I really liked it. Hmm. But. <laughs> but. There's always a but. And it's really cool to see the Pokemans, as you call them, <laughs> in 3D. I mean, really, with 3D effects and 3D battles, it's, it's like a different level of play. It's really fun to watch. Yeah. The problem I have with that game, and I, I haven't Deep decided. Sigh. I haven't decided if it's a game game changer no it's not a game changer that's not what i meant i haven't decided if decided if it's going to kill the experience for me like it's just something i can't get past What's and that? that is that you have to take care of the pokemans so what you get mean? a damage boost and other oh my god added effects if after battle and then at other various random times you're petting the Pokemon oh, God, or cleaning yeah, the Pokemon mm-hmm. or I'm like, no, this can't be happening. Like you my beloved, very simplistic RPG yeah. has turned into this pet <laughs> Tamagotchi style. I was just about to say the Tamagotchi. Ugh, and, God, and that I, was rough. I mean, my mom had to do it, had to feed the Tamagotchi for me when I was at, at school. She brought it to her brought it with her i think at once she told me the story she brought it with her to work once just to feed it so it wouldn't die oh my god so now that now you're in that situation now you have to bring your 3ds to play, play well it's make not sure that, that bad it's not as bad as it's gonna die it just it if you well, want not. it to like and this is the problem right this is the problem if you want the pokemon to like you and to enjoy itself and you you yeah. have to pet it and feed it and Take clean it. it, and oh god, oh, I wanted to puke when I was playing <laughs> it today. I was like, "This, no!" It was so good up until that moment that they told me uh, that that was something that I had to do. I literally sent a message to Todd, and I said, "Please tell me this is not something that I have to do constantly." He's like, "Well, you don't have to. You don't have to. You just might uh, have the under. You won't have the upper hand on people." Ugh. yeah there's the the deep sigh and that's that's why i'm reluctant i mean even playing platinum that i have sitting in the 3ds right now i just there it doesn't go into that into that far of detail but like the added one of the pieces to the game is uh it's like a uh a pageant for the the pokemon yeah and I'm at that part. And I'm like, I don't want to do this. This, and, but it's a part of the poke. It's part of the game. I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to do. I don't yeah. want to how to dance with this Pokemon though. I just want to play Pokemon. But yeah, that's uh, interesting. I wonder. I wonder if you'll get over that. I don't know because it it depends on it depends on how much time you actually have to sink into it. Because yeah. it seemed like I could just continually like pet my stupid Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. And. It would add more hearts. And I was like, no way. I, this is not only, not only is it ridiculous. Okay. Not only that, but apparently whoever made this game doesn't care about my personality because my personality (laughs) is going to be that. uh, So, okay. I'm inherently always going to play the good guy character. And I really unfortunately care about how the pretend things on the screen 
care about me. <laughs> well, you have children too, so it's like you're like you have to. It's like you almost feel like you have to care for them because it's an obligation. So knowing but, that me taking time to pet the stupid Pokemon yeah. is going to make it happier is only going to mean that I will spend however much time necessary to make the thing happy. And now I just have to bleep that out. It's okay. I mean, is it, technically that's not a swear word because it's a damn. Uh, <sighs> it's good enough that we need to bleep that. Um, oh, so. Okay. <laughs> so does that mean you have to bleep out that one and mine too at yeah, the same time? Yeah, probably. Oh, oh well, it doesn't matter. Suckers. It's funny. <laughs> so I am conflicted because it's gorgeous and it's really cool, and I like the idea that it shakes up the typical. Yeah, Pokemon. I was gonna say they did that for a reason. Yeah, it. Sh- well, no, I mean the general game is shooken up as well, where it's not gym leaders and it's not a big what? circuit of stuff that you go do. I mean, it's a big circuit, but like. There's four islands or seven islands, seven islands, and you have to go be the champion of all seven. Similar wow. concept, but it's because it's because it's basically Hawaii. It's Ho- <laughs> Hawaii. Yeah, yeah that's, that's how you, you say that. Yeah, I know, I know. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's like, uh, and I know people are going to be really happy that we're talking about Pokemon for oh, the yeah. second episode. Totally, totally, yeah. totally. But yeah, I uh, I think that's part of the why, uh, part of the reason why I'm reluctant. I I think. For me, cutting off at uh, Ruby and Sapphire and Emerald was like my cutoff point where I started to not want to play them or I lost that urge. So I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I would like that. Uh, to me, that seems like a, more of a nuisance rather than something to enjoy. But then this, this was being made at a totally different time, totally different generation of kids coming into Pokemon. And I think they're trying to appeal to uh, different areas yeah, sure. so that they can bring in those people. So yeah. um, definitely not. A bad thing that they had that um but just it for me it takes away from the typical pokemon where not that you don't care about them but you're you're really just trying to get the ones train them all the way up get to the gym leaders get the gym leaders done uh like get all the badges get to the 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 championship and then get i can't believe i could just call it the, <laughs> but <sighs> this is this is but this i agree with you and this is why this is why I feel this way, because the reason I'm so deeply into it right now, because it's fitting my life in a sense, kind of. like my lifestyle, my life, like it, the reason I'm enjoying it as much as I am is that it is a, a pretty deep RPG and strategic experience, but it's in a very accessible uh, format, I should say. Like, I yeah. feel like it's an RPG that's been boiled down to the essential parts and that no time is wasted when you play that game. Like, literally, yeah. you sit down, you jump into it. I can jump in for five minutes and make something useful happen. And yeah. I feel like having to pet the stupid Pokemon takes away from that whole idea. And so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how it's going. So we'll, I'll check in at some point if I continue to play. Regardless, yeah, I, Crystal's fantastic. and Crystal is good. Really... I would say probably right now my favorite for sure. I definitely owned uh, all the the strategy guides. What was the company? Prima. Prima. Was it Prima? Yeah, it must have been Prima. I had all of the all the strategy guides for each Pokemon game oh, throughout wow. that gen. So up to Crystal and Crystal was my favorite. I think up in the in the Game Boy side before it hit Advance because it was just it was the best of both worlds. It was gold and silver put together. It was just so good. Um, that's the other part to it i will say that's the other part to my enjoyment right now is that i can 
I mm, uh I think I'm gonna alienate some people. Uh, That's fine. We're we're all about Pokemon. No, we're <laughs> when Pokemon first came out, I was not really heavy into RPGs, and I didn't fully understand. Well, I was starting to get into RPGs more heavily, but it yeah. wasn't the core of my gameplay, and so so I didn't pay attention to a lot of the cues or things that you yeah. should to figure out that grass beats water water beats fire fire beats grass and i found that i was not and normal just sucks and like yeah right (laughs) (laughs) i found out that i i didn't know enough without having experienced more in the game to say okay i know what the weakness of this particular pokemon is i'm going to then exploit it and use the right pokemon so on and so on right now being able to access, and so the internet didn't really exist in the same way it does now, if at all. And so right now, <laughs> yeah, being able that. to access that, where I can be like, oh, this is a whatever, you know, yeah. how do I, what's its weakness? And then I can make a strategic choice, dump out whatever I want, and just beat the crap out of it. So yeah. it's, it's a lot more fun like that, because I'm making choices on what I want to use and building a team. And... I didn't do that the first time when I didn't fully understand the concept. So yeah. Anyway, I'm really enjoying it. I'm not going to say any more because we have plenty to talk about. That's not that, but yeah. um, I will check in if I continue to play Moon. Right. Well, let me know. <laughs> I I will continue to play Stardew because that has taken my life, and I'm Stardew not going to talk about that. Stardew is so good. Oh, I I and keep swooning. <laughs> it's just so good, and the, and the fact that I we had this whole this entire episode about playing the game on the on a certain interface or on a certain console or a certain platform and full disclosure i have completely moved away from my ipad and gone to the switch which really yeah like i don't play i haven't touched my ipad wow i'm only playing on my switch now and i don't know what it was i don't know if it was the if it was i was just afraid that i was doing everything wrong i got to the point where i was like i said i don't care i'm just gonna do what i want to do yeah and and play it that way and now i i pick it up the first thing I do on the Switch is go right to Stardew Valley and say, oh, I'm only going to do a couple of days. And then it turns to like, three hours later, it's 1130 at night. And I'm like, oh, crap, I got to go to bed. <laughs> it is a time suck, and it's so easy to get lost in that game. And I don't mean like lost in the game, but I mean just enveloped. Like so much yeah. time just gets enveloped by that game. And you're like, what? Right. What happened? I, yeah. I just started playing. It's no, so gorgeous, it's so good. Um, speaking of... Not really. That's. I guess this doesn't go into the the topic, but I know we kind of talk about this in a couple episodes before. But today marks the day that World of Warcraft Classic just went live, right? I think today's the date, the twenty uh, eighth. Yeah, I think it was the twenty eighth. Yes. And the only reason why I think so is because one of our um, I don't want to call him somebody that we both know play <laughs> has started playing it and and I just happened to run across this person and they said it was quote awesome so one I have no idea what that means uh but two I've I've got this weird itch like I I I like I feel like I need to see it I need to re-experience the the game and and I need you to talk me out of this because <laughs> I looked at it and it, it only is available World of Warcraft Classic is only available if you uh, subscribe. So that means paying fifteen dollars for a single month no, to maybe I didn't to know maybe, that. Yeah, to maybe play for I don't know six hours, maybe. I mean, I'm being generous, six hours. But 
just a lot of the news that's been coming out. One, they they've up they've upped the ante on the servers. They've decided they've put more servers in because the queues were like ten thousand people and already hypothetically queuing up to play the game, even though the yeah. game wasn't ready. Um, they needed more servers, and they're like, "Hey guys, why don't you go to the less populated servers now?" Because uh, we've added more. Here's some nice ones. You can go. Here's more PV. You know, PVP. Here's more uh, role play. Come to these, and I'm really surprised because for someone who you, I think both of us were really kind of flabbergasted about the idea of going back to a time where World of Warcraft was, it was difficult. <laughs> it was more complicated <laughs> than it is now. And people were chomping in the bit for it. And now that's live today, I'm curious to see the next couple of days. And I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to wait and see what the feedback is on people playing it before I jump in. <laughs> because... 15 bucks is a lot for me in my mind to just jump in to play maybe for six hours, 15 bucks just to play a game for six hours that I probably won't pick up ever again or go back into, but it also opens up the threshold or the, the whole black hole of now I am paying, now I'm paying 15 bucks a month for wow. And there's the other part of wow that I love. What am I going to do? So I need you to talk me out of this because I don't think it's a good idea. I don't know that I can. <laughs> Cuz it just sounds so cool. It doesn't sound cool to me and it never has <laughs> and um I don't have interest in it. So now hearing that you have to have an, that you have to have a, a subscription yeah. to even get access to it, there's just no way. I'm not even yeah. going to approach it. Um yeah. that's that, not that's to say that a lot of people aren't very excited about it/aren't slash aren't, as you already said, clambering 15. to get in. Yeah, I don't already know. paying 15 maybe. Yeah. Go ahead. I was to say they're already paying fifteen already, so they might already just jump jump in because hey, well yeah, I'm pay, paying the money yeah. already, so I I will be interested. The part that I'm interested in is seeing how long that lasts and yeah. how many people continue to play it over the regular while, and if yeah. there will be a shift. And I hope not. <laughs> well, I mean, if that's what happens, that's what happens. You know, people. Are, People hang on to nostalgia. People hang on to clearly, yeah, idea that a game is a challenge. I mean, look at the Dark Souls franchise is completely built on that idea. Yeah, that's true. And being able to, you know, the one theme that every time I've talked to anybody about WoW Classic, and I say my opinion, which is, why? Why would you want to do this? This doesn't make any sense to me. Besides nostalgia, that's about it. Like, I really don't think there is another reason. But that's not a reason to me. That's like, that's like you think you know what it is, but you don't actually know because your memory is not going to be half as good as what, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I don't remember that's being not this a real slow. reason. The reason <laughs> that everybody, suck. <laughs> the reason everybody cites is that there was more cred involved, as they say. So <sighs> that yeah, you, because commitment. it was harder, because it yeah. was more of a, um, because it was less accessible, because it was harder, because you had to run with people and, and know people in order to survive, because you had to have your gang, as you, you know, in quotes, around you in order to keep from getting ganked anywhere on the yeah. map. Because Amen. of all of those reasons, it became more of a badge of honor that you were at right. a high level. It became a badge of, badge of honor that you had the specific gear. You and spent absolutely, those hours, yeah. I won't argue with them that in the new, newest versions of WoW or the newest expansions or even 
five expansions back. Like that was lost because the idea for them is to make money and to make money, they need to make it accessible to players. Now, I don't know because we don't know how successful it was for them to bring in new players by changing the game that way. For me, the times that I have enjoyed WoW most have been the times that they've made it more casual, more accessible, right. more of less, or, in or play, I should say leave. less of a time waste. Like that's the time that I've enjoyed that game as much as I have or at the peak level. But for some people, that's not what they come to WoW for or came to WoW for before they left, because obviously this whole idea of having that badge of honor was the only reason they came to play the game. So, so that's also, I think, tied into the experience that I had when I got to WoW. I didn't have a group of friends that I was playing with constantly. I basically soloed myself all the way up into 60 and then played a little, played a little bit of endgame content. Right. Not enough to be useful, really. And then left for a time. And so the people that are most nostalgic about it or about WoW Classic or Vanilla, I should say, is are the people that were very active in the vanilla with a group of people that it was very social and it took a lot to be good. So I don't know. I don't have anything to say against that. And I don't know that that will return and we don't know that it won't, I guess time will tell. I'm not going to play it. (laughs) Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm trying to like look right now on, um, on just the news cause it's more, it's almost 24 hours and, with this being live and there's still the long queues and um the rock uh, apparently rocky uh start to a nostalgic run through of classic wow uh, and even there's people sending pictures of uh it their computers blue screening after playing well <laughs> classic which uh, uh you know that's beyond beyond the game itself but anyways i i i think the thing for me was stepping back and playing a game that I fell in love with, even though, like you said, the commitment was crazy. The, I mean, the time was like sucking us. It was like we, we pull, it pulled us in and we spent hours. And like you said, reaching those levels and reaching the gear and getting the gear was that the bragging rights of, I spent this many hours doing this and grinding and whatnot. I, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know if people are wanting to do that nowadays, but clearly there are. And are oh, wow, that's going to be loud. Um, <laughs> clearly there are people who are curious enough that they want to play this game. Um, but for me, I think it was just like, what is it? What's it like? Is it, is it as good as I remember it? And I bet you, and I, and I can guarantee you it's not as good as I remember it. Or and maybe it is. Maybe you know, it is. Maybe it is. But, but that's, who, that's the thing is that I feel like a lot of people are going back to it as a way to recapture or get back to a game that they loved. And what I, the, the reason I've made the predictions that I have or said the things that I do is that I think that there was more involved in them enjoying the game as it was than just the game itself. I think it was a game of its time. I think it was a game in a vacuum of MMOs that were very different than itself. I think it was a game that looked different and felt different than any other MMO before it. I think it just it was the right time, right place. And that led to its initial success and continued success because that allowed them to open the door to as many people as they did and just continue to make great content after that. 
And I think that, uh, I think that people, I think that games have changed, right? Like games yeah. are not the same that they were no. then. Graphics we wise. Have, yeah. We have seen a <laughs> lot a more. Right. We've seen a lot more. We've done a lot more. We have single player open world games that dwarf this style of game or this game. We, we have I, just different experiences than we did then. And yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it will hold up. I don't think that it will, but I, I'm curious. I yeah. hope they didn't put too much into this because I'm a, my fear for blizzard as a, as you and I are both blizzard fans and will probably forever be, I, I don't want them to fail, but, and I don't know how much this would impact them, how much they put into this, but uh, what, how long is this nostalgia, nostalgia kick going to last? Well, that's the thing. Forward? We don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And really in my in my personal opinion, the mm-hmm. hardest part for them was making sure that it wasn't going to cause issues and be crazy. Yeah. But compatibility, I'm sure. Too, yeah, and, part and of that. It. But before that, I, I feel like it's not that big of an ask for them. Like, I don't think you dedicate that many resources to it. You're just taking old not. servers and booting them back up, in theory. That's what they kept saying. <laughs> yeah, so, they, were, they joked at the when they announced us that they were going to literally bring back the, some of the servers that yeah, they were using. Yeah, that's what they said. Yeah, and and two, they were asking people who they've sold those things to to bring those back they, that they would pay for the servers. Now, so, I think that would be really dumb. So I don't yeah, think that obviously. they actually did that. I think that no, they wanted them not. as like a case study and yeah. then said, okay, well, this, let's just move this over to newer hardware so it can handle more people, blah, blah, blah. But still, no, I would hope so. You know, the code base seems to be the same. It's got all yeah. the same bugs, all the same quirks, all the same features, depending I mean, on what is- you want to call it. This is um, post. I don't know how far. I mean, I don't know if there was really a, like a Git repository for this. <laughs> I don't know if they could just pull from a a commit that they had sent down, and not to get technical, but that, it'd be interesting to see if they they just essentially compiled recompiled the code that they had back you know, in vanilla while and said, okay, can we let this run on current yeah. hardware? Is this going to work? So, but this is know. this is the Pokemon problem. Not to bring up the same subject, but <laughs> everybody has their favorite. You know, everybody yeah. has their favorite expansion, and so immediately upon uh, announcement of WoW Classic and months thereafter, people are asking, well, are they going to then have a classic version of x expansion you know and it's like how far does it go because everybody has their favorite everybody has their their time that they entered wow and enjoyed it and want to recapture that magic i just i'm not convinced that bringing back old versions (laughs) is going (laughs) to recapture that magic i don't don't know how long is this mentality or this uh business practice is going to last either because i it's it's constant and and it's oh i still I think it's more short term than long term, but the to me, the whole mentioning of the old hardware. I think what sparked me having some sort of interest is that there is a my server right now downstairs in my basement. Not to be weird, uh, is running on hardware that I was using back when I was playing WoW, and I thought to myself, how funny would it be to play WoW Classic on the same hardware I was playing back in the day. And I, I just added a, a solid state drive to it, that same setup, which would then pull away from that mental or that uh, se- the settings essentially. But it's so fast now. I would be curious to see how well this thing performs. Granted, the graphics card is much better than what I had at that, that time. But 
the sa- it's literally the same motherboard, same CPU, same uh, memory. Um, not the same case, but it, it'd be kind of cool to have that nostalgia trip to see. But then I really don't want to pay $15 a month to play for six hours. Yeah. And max uh, this game. And I, I think what I'm going to do and... I was already moving towards this, but I think this conversation kind of moved me to the edge. Uh, I'm going to wait a, over 48 hours to see, probably even into the weekend, how long this lasts. I I can, my prediction, I'm putting it right now here, on this episode, 27, 28, 27. What, what episode is this? <laughs> this is 27. <laughs> uh, I'm writing in the wrong show notes. <laughs> Uh why is this anyways doesn't matter i i think uh it's not going to last long and i think we're going to in two weeks see a a, sh- a sudden drop in the 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 player count when it comes to the server uh, at the servers wise we're not going to have these long queues i think people are going to realize wow they're going to take a look at the talent tree and go holy crap <laughs> what what do i do what is this talent tree i don't remember what i did for this and there's no uh, what's the icy veins? I don't know if icy veins was even around at that time. Yeah, you, they were. You, they were. Yeah. Then I don't know if icy veins has a uh a list of historical posts where they you can look and see okay back at the time at this patch at this version what what was like the best uh, DPS build for a, a blood you know well what wouldn't have been a blood elf it would have been a night elf or uh, a a tauren so I yeah. don't know it's. It's interesting. I figured I'd just shoot. I was curious if you had changed your opinion on the game or the the idea of jumping into the classic. But now that you know, you have to have a subscription. Yeah, you guess it doesn't seem like you want to play it. No, and that's because the actual game. I'm, yes, I'm calling it the actual game. Yeah, the actual game fits my personality, my life, my style better. So. To then go backwards to me seems strange. So on a personal level, I don't, I don't see the draw for myself. But then, in general, I just, I don't, I don't think that it's going to be everything everyone thinks it's going to be. Now, that's not to say I think, I think my prediction is it will stay, it will stay around for a long time at least, because there will always be that small subset, or you know, depending on how large it will be, maybe large subset of players who find this the most appealing part of World of Warcraft. And so yeah. whatever size that is determines how long and in what capacity this will stick around. But that said, I think it will stick around a while. I mean, even if they drop it down to X number of servers, like one or two, you know, it, it will be there as an option. I think if it's a failure, I think that would be the failure. Like, okay, a bunch of people jumped in, tried it. Now we're into month three, month six, and it's not widely regarded. You know, it's not more people are playing the regular WoW rather than this. It's like an 80-20 thing. Yeah. And so for the 20% that we're keeping this for, let's just drop it down to a few servers and then we'll just keep it and see what happens. The problem with that is you now, and this, is, this was always my concern, you now are basically branching your application, right? So you now have your main, I don't even know the right terminology for software. My goodness. 
you now have the main thread of game that you are developing the main branch yes that's the correct development term you now have the main branch and so you will continue to work on that because you can't get rid of that i mean i i have no no qualm saying that that will stick around i mean that's going to be the main game everybody got to the max level some people find that the most important piece and they for some people the whole journey of the the 110 120 levels is really important to them so to take that away would be ridiculous and just be shooting yourself in the foot so that's not going anywhere but now you're branching into this other piece where now you need to keep up with both in theory so does that mean that you are now splitting your team what does that mean for resources what does that mean for you know all those things are going to be questions and you know obviously they have some answers to that already otherwise they wouldn't have done this yeah but how will that kind of hash out? That's the big question right now. And so it will be interesting to we watch. We will see. Yeah. Yeah. I, we will see. I'm sure we'll know uh, shortly. I think we're going to know f- sooner than we anticipate just because uh, the sheer hype all of a sudden that this game is having. So um, we'll see. You, you had to move away from this. You had mentioned something. You had a, an, a topic you wanted to bring up. Is that still prevalent? I did, but I think um, I think now, minute forty five, minute forty seven. I think we're good. I think we'll come back to it. Not only that, it's not fully formed in my mind how I want okay. to frame the question quite yet. Okay. I thought maybe by now I would have it framed, but it's not. It's it's yeah. It's a it's a larger discussion, and I I do want to get to it at some point. But for now, we'll just keep it keep it on the on ice. <laughs> Gotcha. Keep it on, keep it ready for the next one. Yep. Um, well, that's fine. Uh, I had because of this whole WoW classic. I I have been having this like throwback to okay. Let me listen to some of the musical scores. Or, sure. Music, not music scores. Game scores for the game for it. And just like listening to that, uh, listening to the uh, WoW original and then Burning Crusade. Uh, like just the the theme song, the title song when you're wait, waiting in the menus, that still brings me like goosebumps. Like man, I remember back back when I was a kid playing that game and enjoying that music. And now I listen to that almost not every day, but I've been listening to a lot of musical scores. And I'm just curious. We've kind of mentioned this before. You've mentioned um, some scores, but not video game related. But what is there any like particular? video game scores that you find are your favorite or your go-to when you're just listening for something to have a background or maybe it's something you just want to listen to at the time or anything oh yeah like musical scores are um pretty much all i listen to nowadays (laughs) and so video game musical scores are super important to me and so so it ranges but yes is the short answer do you want me to list yeah shoot go ahead so mine range and i'm trying to think back when it all started for when i started listening to video game music um Mm -hmm. as if we need another reason to be nerdy (laughs) yeah hey listen we're all nerd somehow someone someone found us and said yeah they're nerdy but i'm still going to marry us so i mean listen we're we're both married we're good we've got to that threshold yeah that's true uh so so I think my most listened to my most listened to scores from video games mm-hmm. would have to be 
and I'm going to lump it together. Final but, Fantasy. <laughs> mm, it's, it's a close, I would say, second, I think. Dang. The first is Mass Effect. The three Mass Effect games, I listen really? to those all the time. Huh. And then in that same number of hours, I think, is the FTL score. So the game Faster Than Light. That music really? is I've never so, listened to that. so good. And I have oh, listened to wow. it on repeat constantly. Just That's a great background set of music I could just continue to listen to. And what's funny is that I will actually take... So all of the music is fantastic. I don't know if you've listened closely enough to that game. But no, the music I've never listened to the music that. in that game is fantastic. It's very eight bitty, but it's not eight bit. It's it's you know, it's just got that style. But it's fantastic because what they did with the music in that game is you have the main music for each of the sections, each of the game sections, and then if you encounter a battle, it adds in drums or it adds in like a faster pace, not faster. It's the same pace, but it adds in different elements to the song if you encounter a battle. So it's like seamlessly going from the background music and the the tone music, giving you that feel of where you are. When you hit a battle, it changes it. And now it's like, okay, I'm in a battle and you know. Well, it's cool because like the score, or not the score, but the actual album, they split in half and half is like the regular. And the other half is the battle themes. So so they're really the same music, but one has drums and some added pieces to it. And so what I did was I made a playlist of just the battle sections, and I'd listen to that constantly, just constant. Um, so FTL, Mass Effect. Obviously then, the second place is uh, Final Fantasy music, and specifically Seven. Since I could, I've been listening to Final Fantasy VII music, yeah, and even my funny. kids know it pretty well at this yeah, point. That, so that, I think that's hilarious. That uh, in a good way that your kids are like, "Hey, I know blank." That's when Cloud was blah blah blah, or yeah. they can, he, they can call out. And are you listening to the original soundtrack? Because so some of the original soundtrack is, and this is my experience th- playing through it. Uh, and I have to get back onto it, but. It's still, it's like more eight, not eight bitty. It's more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Synthesized. Yeah. Synthesized. Thank you. Yeah. And that's not something that I listen. I, I don't think I can, I can't listen to that. I have to listen to the remastered versions of it where there's a, 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 an actual, like an orchestra backing to it for Final Fantasy seven specifically. Uh, so are they, are you actually listening to the original soundtrack? It's both. I'll listen okay. to the original mostly, but then I will go find they. Um, I forget the guy's name who wrote all the music for all Final Fantasies. Some name we probably can't pronounce because we suck. So. Yeah, he's he's brilliant. Um, but amazing. They had two, maybe three. They had three albums of his music, um, played by a Japanese orchestra, and mm-hmm. ah, they're all so good. So we listen to those. We listen to the originals. Um, but yeah, it. It's a wide gamut, really. <laughs> so we'll listen to covers on YouTube, people playing covers with various instruments, mm-hmm. um, all kinds of stuff. So, yeah. I'm trying to see, because I have the remastered version of the, I don't remember, there's a, it's an album, I just typed it in, and it was an album for Final Fantasy VII, and it just says remastered on it. I'll have to, it's like Materia, I think is the album. Yeah, Materia they released remastered. that later, um, I think when Advent Children came out. They released the orchestra um, oh, so good. album. Yeah, that was good too. I, 
There was a I, very uh, famous like Japanese at the time it came out very shortly after it came out the original game. They did a a Japanese orchestra version of Eris theme, and mm-hmm. oh my gosh, that's like the quintessential Final Fantasy song, <laughs> um, and done in in an actual orchestra. It's incredibly moving, at least for yeah. me. So I love that one as well. But I mean, the list the list for me is wide and extensive for game scores. The yeah. last one I'll mention that um, is constant is um, Frank. Oh, I always butcher his last name. Frank Klepaki or Kelpaki. Oh my gosh. I'm going to mm-hmm. have to look, look him up to get it just right. He wrote all the music for all the Command and Conquers. And so oh my gosh, the Command yeah. and Conquer scores are fantastic, of course. So I, I, I don't have any of these on my, my playlist, which is surprising. I'll have to add them to it. But um, I, yeah, th- now that I think back to it, Command and Conquer had a pretty good one. I don't know if he was the same person that did the score for Command and Conquer, but I think for yes. me, um, I, I listen to a lot of musical scores, uh, and, uh, like with, uh, musicals and, uh, also, um, through theater, but not to get, not to totally alienate a bunch of people, but, uh, that's why I liked the game scores and the movie scores as well. And my playlist, I have one in iTunes that's like, I mean, we're talking like 500 plus songs that are varying from um, Pirates of the Caribbean to all the games that I like playing. And you'd be surprised, or I shouldn't say you wouldn't be surprised, but um, some of my favorite are the Halo scores. Surprise, surprise. Oh um, my, I'm shocked. And, but they're very good. They're not, and what's nice is that the same, it sounds like it at least to me. Um, but the same, uh, orchestra or whoever recorded those did it for destiny or at least Bungie for destiny and destiny Two, Um, because you can see, you can, you notice some similar tones to it, but some of that stuff is great. I mean, Halo reach musical are the Halo reach scores probably the best. And as well as Halo three ODST, it's got like a jazzy to it, jazzy feel to it. And, and and we're totally nerding out right now talking about game scores um, for the games that we play. But some of that music is just really cool to listen to and kind of like reminds you of like the times and parts of the campaign or maybe times of the story that you were in. You're like, oh, I remember when I was playing this or it kind of for me, it kind of brings me back to those times. But for me, it's more like a focus thing. Um, and listening to the Halo um the halo scores reminds me of like a very important time of my life during college and listening to it, writing my thesis. So, um, I love these things and I would rather listen to them during whether it's work or even playing other games while playing a game, listening to a completely different, uh, genre. Like I'll, sometimes I'll find myself listening to the halo scores what? while playing stardew Valley. Yeah. It's, it's weird. I don't know why, but it's just like, Oh, I'm, I, I want to listen to... Yeah, that I have never done. Really? Um, and probably will never do. I, I guess yeah, it makes sense. I can understand Stardew, because Stardew really uh, shifts into, like, I don't know. It's so... Uh, see, it, I'm, rep- it's I'm grasping for words, and it's not happening, because I almost said mindless, but it's not mindless. It's just, like, you know, you're working, you know? It's, it's yeah. like a work that you're doing, even though it's so much fun you're working on your farm, you yeah. need music to do stuff. 
the yeah. thing is though that um i really like the stardew music too so i and that's that's another score that i'll probably go after at oh, some point soon i wonder if that's even on the itunes i i was listening to it on youtube it's actually very good so yeah, yeah. And it's not to say that the games that we, I guess we'd be playing, or at least I'm playing, that the score is not very good. It's more or less, I don't, <laughs> I'm having a hard time finding a headphones, headphones with a headphone, normal 3.5 millimeter or whatever it is, jack to go into my, uh, really? My switch. Yeah. I can't find any <laughs> now oh that, gosh. uh, that's the problem. I'm like, oh, I wish my oh. Bluetooth headphones were working. You know, th- first world problems. But uh, that's why, and I can, I'm usually playing my Switch at night while my wife is laying next to me sleeping. Um, so I, I don't listen to it as much as I used to. Um, so that's why I'm listening to other other uh, game scores. But it to me, it just gets me in that zone, and yeah, I I just I concentrate and get into the the grind of farming <laughs> or uh, depending on the game and i'm still trying to get into the not to bring it up again but pokemon i'm I'm still trying to i want to get back i've been wanting to do it <laughs> for such a long time but I, I need that i need something to to really draw me in and actually tick all my all right like tick oh, check off all my boxes not tickle my fancy <laughs> no, no 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 that's just weird <laughs> um i i think what you pointed out to me today heart uh, was it Heart Gold? Heart Gold? Yeah, the Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Soul Silver. Those, Those are the the, ones... uh, the the DS remakes of yeah. Gold and Silver. Yeah, which which are highly super hard to highly find. sought after, and many people say that those are the best. Yeah, so uh, it's usually it, like a debate between Crystal and Gold and yeah, all that. If anyone out there has a copy of this. <laughs> We can shoot you an address you can send this to yes. because we Please love thank to play you. it. I would love because to get my hands on this game. Was it like Amazon? You said it was three hundred dollars. Yeah, I and, saw it for three fifty. And then you go to eBay, and Lord knows what kind of things you can buy on eBay. And some of those cartridges, and I bought my platinum cartridges. Cartridge, wow, the Pokemon uh, platinum from eBay. And I've always had this feeling that it's probably not legit. Really. Yeah, I, I feel like, because it came in, it didn't come in a box. Yeah. It came in like a little cartridge thingy uh, from a store, a resale store. So I don't know how legit this is, but hmm. regardless, I want to find one of these, but I'm afraid to pay, you know, the $20 to just get something sent to me that um, it's not legitimate. Yeah. So that's a concern for sure. Um, I, when did you pick up Platinum? You mentioned had- that before too. I've had platinum. I picked up platinum before I moved into the house. So oh, it okay. been a while ago. That's supposed Pro- to be a good one too. It, yeah, I'm sure it is. And I, I haven't played it, it since then. So that's yeah. why I think I need to restart. Well, it. and that's when they were getting all hot and bothered with all the different new features and things you could do. Like, yeah. And that's, yeah, who knows, but uh, game scores, <laughs> game scores. Yeah. Pokemon game scores. I don't listen to, although uh, no, I can, the, yeah. That they're really just not something that no. I jumped into. But yeah, I one of these days I'm going to go through and I'd like to post my musical score uh, score playlist out there because I have a, or I shouldn't say musical score, just scores playlist because it, it mixes in musicals, uh, v, uh, movie scores, and game scores into it. And it's something that I can literally just put on uh, shuffle and it will go throughout my entire day and play. Uh, and it's 
it's just so cool because some of the stuff I still get goosebumps listening to some of the songs um, or some of the pieces because for somebody who either it was I think part of it's spending the time playing the game putting all the time into it and some of those moments or some of those parts of the campaign where uh, it it hit hit the top of it or like it it rose I don't know how to explain it. it it hit the peak of excitement and then there was the the plot change like some of those parts in in the scores as the songs are playing I can almost re- remember exactly what I was doing at that time and it's just kind of cool I don't know you, people need I th- I feel like people don't true hardcore fans are the ones really listening to those scores. I don't know how many people out there actually just go ahead and pick up uh, a, a game score and no. put it on their playlist. <laughs> Though, you know, a lot of Steam games come with a bundled... Um, and Humble Bundle, yeah. That's well, yeah, it. like a bundled score or album. Uh, yeah. uh, that game Sundered I bought, I actually sprang for the extra dollar and got the, the actual album with it, so I'm Break excited the about bank. that. Yeah, and that's, that's some good... Uh, some good music on that game too so i really music is really important to me with games actually maybe sometime we should talk about that because to me it sets the mood it gives you a feeling it it drives you like you're saying you're thinking through those moments that that swell in the music really drove you to an exciting moment or change in the plot like you mentioned i can think through several different songs just off the top of my head from the mass effect score that just um take me right back to that moment or get my blood moving because it's like you know i'm remember remembering the excitement and the challenge that i was going through at that moment so yeah right. i mean it's it's the same with movies too for me the movie scores are great that way as well um yeah so i mean just to name a couple more i love the ocarina of time soundtrack um, oh yeah very good love the star fox original star fox soundtrack <sighs> as well uh <laughs> i mean there's just a whole litany of games that have great great music even going back to like ninja gaiden in uh the nes uh oh, wow just a lot of really good music that came out of games and it's a different style of music that you create for a game but also it has a some of them have a movie-esque feel and yeah. so are scored around certain moments. Yeah. Um, you know, what's funny is that music is so important to me when it comes to a game or a movie or a TV show. I agree. Yeah. If it's not done well or right, or if it feels, it, if it doesn't feel right to me, it, it takes me right out of it. Like, it takes um, the story. It takes away from the story. I'll give I, you a I non, will. yeah, I'll give you a non game example. Um, have you seen the show lost in space on Netflix? The new one? No, I have not. I actually have not tried it at all. Yeah. So I don't know that I'm going to be able to return to that show because I watched 20 minutes or so mm-hmm. of it. And I enjoyed all the, all the production value and the characters were really done well. And the story seemed to be developing decently well, except the music felt really cheesy to me. And it felt like, like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, um, evening not sitcom evening like tv show music like just not done well and very cheesy and i just i was like i don't know that i can do this <laughs> yeah like it, it's like a make or break for you yeah and like it it was the problem with it was like every moment was scored like every movement and mo- moment 
was synthetically scored into the music. And so hmm. that just felt like, like I was watching, like, I don't know, a Disney Channel movie or something. It just felt really weird. It, it was, I'll have to go back and try it again. But that's a great example. Like, if it's not, if it's not tied well enough to the moment in the game or the movie, it really takes me out of it. And it's funny because Stardew and games that are more about a task at hand are really the the starting set of games that I've been able to listen to something else while playing a game. That's not, we, I think we mentioned this before, but it's so important to me, to the feel of the game, to taking me into the game, that it has the right music and the right sounds, that yeah. without that, I, I almost can't like get into the game then. It's, it's really interesting. I wonder if part of it too is, like you don't want a bunch of air horns playing in the background. You don't want a bunch of uh, dubstep playing while yeah. you're uh, farming, or when you're um, maybe when you're uh, in the middle of a, a deep scene in in the game where there's a lot of con- or a lot of um, story plot development that's happening. You don't want something yeah. to ruin the moment. And yeah, I, I agree. I mean, but since games started becoming more, mm, I don't know what to call it because it wasn't mainstream at the time, but since games started using music to give you that same feel the way that movies do, it's become a really useful device for telling you how you feel, you know, and it's really, it, it for me, it's a really strong part of the immersion. And I can even think back to the original Metroid on Nintendo. And, and I love a lot of those songs as well, especially there's a, a group called, so wait, the guy is named, or no, the group is called St- steamage s-t-e-m-a-g-e and they they created a couple albums called metroid metal and they basically (laughs) they created metal songs out of all the metroid music and it's fantastic so good all the prime games all the the super nintendo super metroid um nintendo regular metroid like all those games they went back and you know took the scores and played metal music out of it and it's it's fantastic regardless the Metroid game, like, the reason that it wasn't Mario with Zelda um, items, which is what the goal was, was because when you start the game, it makes you feel alone because of the music that's in it. And it makes you feel like it's eerie. creepy and yeah. eerie. And yeah. those feelings come through. You wouldn't necessarily get those feelings if you had a different set of music. And, you know, and it's it's so important. It I can't even stress how important it is. I mean, I'm thinking also... I don't want to keep talking about Metroid games, but like the second Metroid game, um, the return of Samus, which was on game boy, that entire game is mapped out in the player's mind through music. Like every time you move to a different section, it's a different set of sounds and music and music is strong word, but it's sounds. And the reason for that is they couldn't give you a map. They couldn't give you, they couldn't change enough of the landscape because it was so basic on the game boy that there was no way for them to tell you in a good way that you are in a different area. So they had to use music and sounds a hundred percent to tell you when you've switched over. Um, so anyway, the point is that it's so important to a game or a movie or a TV show, but games giving you that feeling of, you know, what's happening around the next corner, what you should be feeling, who could be attacking you or, you know, all those things uh, take its cues from the music that's playing. So if you have really good music, you're good. I, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, somebody just messaged 
messaged me saying I'm an idiot. Um, apparently. Why this threw me off? <laughs> I have no idea. I Lord knows I, what I did this time, uh, and it totally threw me off. I'll tell you later. Um, there was. I'm trying to think. Let me re- regroup myself. Do you want to list any more of the scores that you listened to? Yeah, that that might help. Or have listened I, to, I should say. The, I kind of already said the Destiny ones are really good. So same with thing. Same with the Halo, and I think for me it was because of the they would always pull in the dramatic uh, scenes in with really good musical or really good orchestra uh, scores. They'd have really good moments in the. And the and the music where it just it would build up and then there'd be this huge moment. One particular we already kind of already talked about was the World of Warcraft soundtrack. Soundtracks are awesome, and uh, the scores themselves, sorry, uh, are great. And every single one of them has uh, a certain um, song or uh, se- section or s- several songs on the the score, the album that are really good. Um, less so the uh Mr. Pandora that's pen yeah I just did not care for that as much <laughs> um but the rest of them were great uh and I think I, I think I've added all of them to the score I out oh, this my scores playlist because I, they're just so good um they're epic they're they they bring back good memories but also uh it's it's very fantasy like to me and I'm a huge fan of fantasy uh so I think that is the the top. That's the top on my list. I'm thinking back. You said uh, Mass Effect. I've never listened to that one. Um, some of the Star Wars, that Old Republic, is pretty good. I don't have that added, but I I think I really enjoyed the background music to it, and it's underestimate or it's definitely underappreciated because it, part of that background noise while playing Kotor was big for me. Really? Um, yeah, I think so. There's uh, there's a couple some of the scenes. And um, like the cutscenes and everything, there's like this the dramatic Star Wars music and yeah. and the the th- the trills and the uh, the changes in tempo because of something happening. Uh, however small those moments were, um, were really important to me. Hmm. I mean, it, I remember the music fitting all the moments correctly and feeling right, but I don't remember it being anything noteworthy at the time. What else? I don't think Pokemon sucks. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't think any of the good scores. I'm trying to think of any other good ones. I can Gears give you a couple of more that I listen to. Good. Um, yeah. What ones are you? What ones are you recommending? Uh, Chrono Trigger, always very good. Oh yeah. Uh, Never heard of it. The Last of Us, <laughs> fantastic. So good. Like Damn. some of that music can really make you feel like. Oh, I I can't even describe. Just so hopeless, <laughs> or just like in the moment where it's yeah. just so uh, things are going so wrong. Um, that game so good. Uh, Super Metroid I mentioned. Do you have any others? Uh, Portal. Oh, I, Portal's another por- one. Ooh, I mean the I cake can't... song alone, so good. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that, I just realized that song. It, I haven't heard of them forever. Yeah. Yep. Earthbound had a good uh, soundtrack. I'm thinking through the Super Nintendo games. Oh, Terraria. Terraria. I like Terraria. Definitely songs. a good one. Though definitely I don't good. think that they're really groundbreaking, but they were pretty no, good. No. They're pretty good. I definitely made it. I like 
it, it definitely added to the gameplay. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't groundbreaking. Heck no. No. Gosh, no. I have the album uh, for Journey, that PlayStation uh, exclusive game that's now on iOS. Never. Um, very never, good. I still have yet to pull the trigger on that one. Yeah, very, very I good. I feel like I should. Uh, what else? Uh, nothing. I'm trying to think of all the good... Um, Oh, another one that I didn't think of. Yeah, the Sword and Sorcery Diablo, iOS no. game that's now more than iOS. There's actually a guy who makes music for a living that actually scored that indie game. And it's interesting. It's very good. The songs on that are awesome. So, yes, that was a good, that was a great score. Well, Limbo was kind of ambient noise. So, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't really like anything happening. I'm how, trying to think of. How can we talk about video game music and not mention Tetris? I mean, the music for that oh, game yes. alone iconic definitely like, you iconic. can say tetris and i have it ringing through my head the whole time yes <laughs> dun, 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 dun. yeah i definitely for sure even yeah i i can't believe we forgot about that i mean yeah. if we're talking throwing back to those games too i mean um what else they can't say pac-man nothing galaga had and all the other yeah. games besides that they all had ambient noise they're so minimal really, you know yeah i feel like it was when the super nintendo really took off that like that time the 16-bit era really you started to get Legend actual of Zelda. music. Yeah, Legend of Zelda, you know, Street Fighter. Street Fighter was mm-hmm. a big one for me. You yeah. know, I can tell you, or at least probably even sing you, the songs from the different characters on Street Fighter. Yeah, that's what they say. There's there's a different song per character. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, I, think, I think those are, I'm sure after the fact, we're going to be like, oh my God, I can't believe I forgot about XYZ. Um, and we're going to be pinning ourselves, but. I think to me, it's really the ones on repeat are, unfortunately for most people, uh, the Halo and the Destiny ones because yeah. they're so good. I have and some World weird obscure ones after that. You know, I've got Parasite Eve. That was a great, hmm. loved that music. Um, I mentioned Star Fox. What else Fox, here? Yeah. I'm just going through my Kingdom list. Hearts has okay ones. They're <laughs> the thing. The thing about Kingdom Hearts is that they they had some good background noise and it was it was fine but for me it didn't age well because i started listening to them recently and went hmm i don't i don't quite remember it being like this when i was playing it uh but the i think for me the title not the i guess it would be title songs or the yeah the title songs are the best and have always been because they're actual songs by people who are either singing them uh recently the Kingdom Hearts 3 had a the remix version with the Skrillex, so I guess whatever. Uh, but it's actually really good. Nice. So those those three, the Kingdom Hearts 1, 2, and 3, and Chain of Memories was very good too as well. That was the Game Boy Advanced. Yeah, Game Boy <laughs> Advanced Kingdom Hearts, as I remember. Uh, so many Final Fantasy games that I'm not going to name them all. The highlights being 7, 8, Tactics, those are important. That game that you haven't told me about, whether you like it or not, Bastion has a fantastic yep, I bought set that. of music. Um, the music on that game is awesome. Yeah. Um, just going through my list. I mean, the, the list is almost endless, really, at this point. Oh, my gosh. Josh, how, we could, how could we forget about Battlefield? Battlefield 2 had, like, the, the theme song for Battlefield 2 is one of the most... Yeah, I mean, it's very iconic and good. But yes. The rest of the game was very I don't know, did they even have music in Battlefield 2? No, it was just gunfire. It was just gunfire, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, people yelling and 
yeah no no there definitely wasn't anything but some of those theme songs i guess were really good i'm I'm looking at uh there's a famous uh video game music album where it's just the theme songs that are being um played by an orchestra modern warfare the first one has a pretty good one super mario brothers uncharted uh grant the auto no grant that auto did not have <laughs> uncharted Come had on, some people. good music uh there's a game called v which is actually six v's in the title and nice. uh it's an indie game great game fantastic game um but the music in it is phenomenal so if you get a chance to that that's a good one as well skyrim i mean how can we forget skyrim yeah skyrim's great <laughs> that i mean fusro da i mean the 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 <laughs> you took an arrow to the knee Fusro da. I mean, like that that game had such a good musical score or sorry game score and uh fantastic but yeah i totally forgot about that i was looking through uh and there was one on there for oblivion too there's a lot of elder scrolls in general that have really good fallout had a again a good theme song but there was really more ambient noise yeah uh in that game so there's just like background noise nothing too crazy yeah i think that's that's all i can think of Yep. Musical scores. Useful. Awesome. Enjoyable. I feel the same way about movie scores. I have a whole set of movie scores that I oh, enjoy. Yeah. So music without lyrics is super important to me. So I really enjoy it. Not that I'm le- not that I enjoy music with lyrics any less so, because I don't. <laughs> I have a whole yeah. set of that too, but I, I just find more times that I'm interested in listening to like scores or yeah, I soundtracks. I just enjoy that a lot. And again, it captures that moment or gives you that feeling or just is just good music. Um, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I love it. So can I end the, the show with a, 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 a dad joke? Oh God. Maybe. Please. Please. Sure. Okay. What do you call a fat psychic? I don't know. A fortune teller. No. Oh. <laughs> Uh, you are not allowed to tell dad jokes on this podcast ever again. <laughs> oh, ever so again. Good. You've been banned from oh dad jokes. Oh, my God. Reddit, Reddit is a wonderful thing. There's so many good dad jokes. There's literally a subreddit for dad jokes. I know. I know. And it's I avoid so it good. actively. <laughs> oh, I've made, it's made my day. Oh, anyways. Is that, is that the end? I don't know. Is that the end? Um, Do you have I'm anything looking, else you want to talk about? Well, I'm looking through my list. Uh, there was something I wanted to mention in terms of uh, game deals. Oh, God. You are always reeling it in with the deals, man. How I, dare I'm you? I'm so sorry. I, this I is a so service sorry. we provide, for goodness sake. Okay, so... Um, Dragon... You provided me with a deal, by the way, the other day that expired because you tweeted it, and I went to go buy the game, and of course it was expired. Wow. Which one? Uh, Tomb Raider? Tomb Raider, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, it, that one moved fast. They they went through that one real fast, so... um. Dragon Ball Xenoverse and Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2 are both on sale. Xenoverse is $9.99 and Xenoverse 2 is $12.99. So mm. go find those. Let's see where it's at. It looks like... Oh, it's on Steam. <laughs> nice. Steam cool. has them both on sale. So I've heard very good things about Xenoverse um, and Xenoverse 2 for that matter. The one that I just recently bought was... Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters with a Z. Um, very, Extra very good. Z's. But this is more of the single player style story style game. It's still fighting, but it's the Dragon Ball Fighters is more of a competitive fighting game. So if you're into more of the story, get the Xenoverse games for sure. 
just uh, different types of games. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. Now we can. Okay. No, oh, oh, I, I had deals too. Now How dare you? Go for it. Tight. Titanfall 2, if you're feeling the throwback, uh, Ultimate Edition is like $4.50 uh, if you go ahead and use slick deals to grab those. Uh, Target was having a sale for Octopath Traveler. Unfortunately, it's $45. Still yeah. uh, a little expensive. Um, Actually, and- Target had um, all Nintendo Switch games like 20% off right now. Dang. So like, I went and looked at uh, Breath of the Wild is like 48 bucks or something, something that's still not that's still no really high. i can't i can't do it it's not gonna happen for that uh, amount. and final the last one i found uh there is i think last time i just saw xbox game pass was two dollars for two months that's a really good deal uh and a way to get your uh just to kind of get into it and see if you want to pay the additional 15 dollars a month uh moving forward after the two months are done to to play the the games that it comes with they just added like i think we talked about this last week they added like Devil May Cry Five uh, and a couple other games uh, to it. Uh, two dollars for two months is a steal. Go ahead and do it. I don't see why you wouldn't do. You should be doing it right now because it comes with Xbox Live. So get off your butt and go pay for that. Uh, and that's all I have. Okay. So uh, see you next time, I guess. I, I think I think I'm done talking to you. Uh, okay. Well, I think I'm uh, done uh, with you. You're done with me. Is that okay? Well, that's how we're ending. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye.